At Kohl's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family, girls stretch jeggings just $12, and save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or post.com for details. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Ladbrokes is the place to be for all of your golf majors in 2019. For this week's U.S. Masters, we're going money back as a free bet if your player misses the cut. And we're paying seven places at a fifth of the odds. Outstanding value throughout the 2019 PGA Tour here at Labrooks. Over 18s, T's and C's apply. Now, usually I don't do this, but uh, go ahead and break them off with a little previews of the remix. Now, I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm Yes, we are. We're not trying to be cool. We just do what we do. We got something hot and fresh out the kitchen, and Luigi didn't even cook tonight. It's just a remix of The Ignition. It's the Tony Bruno podcast. Trying to get people in a good mood in this country again. A couple of great tweets coming in at Tony Bruno Show, at Miss Robin Austin, at Luigi Curto 22 and of course, at Michael Bertoni, who's manning the phones. And we're going to go to the phones this hour. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. And hear from you. But there's a, a Twitter follower named Something Wicked who posts like rather erotic not pornographic, but suggestive erotic no. photographs on her. I'm assuming it's a woman. Yeah, is it a woman? Most yeah, guys don't call themselves something wicked, do they? No, they're usually looking for something wicked. Well, who isn't? Luigi, uh, people are requesting Jose call in tonight, too. I don't know out. if Jose's listening tonight. I'm have to reach I think out to he Jose. is. I think he just uh, tweeted. But a lot of, here's a couple of good tweets that I saw. Uh, one of Bruno's masseuse, who's a regular follower, although I could use a massage after this election. Uh, who couldn't? But not one with a happy ending, though. I just need... <laughs> the only kind there is, bro. Well, you're right. That's why I don't do massages. When I do why? massages... Wait, wait. You I don't, don't get do, massages. You don't I mean. do massages because you don't ha- get happy endings? Because I get too involved. Although I've had a couple massages, like in L.A., when I used to, we used to go to this Korean massage, and the woman would be like 60 pounds, and she'd climb up on back on your back and then just like put her elbow in you. You like that? Get for $10. Yeah. It wasn't uh. painful, it was like so good. It was a deep tissue massage. See, I don't know. You don't, if I you don't would get like that. those every week. Those are like a once a year deep tissue. You ever now, have one of those deep tissue massages? No. Now, what I like, and I have not found one here in the Philadelphia area. I used to go out in LA, and it is a Korean. It's not a. It's not technically a massage parlor. It is a 
Are they legalized now I on the elections? Uh, anyone that they need to be. I think it's yes. a Korean bath house. <laughs> we know it's maybe. Where where you go in and you first you go in you, you schwitz in a in you a, go in a steam room. Yeah, I go steam for room. schwitz. I always go, I for go for and schwitz. it loosens up all your skin and then you go and there's like a they have tables that are made out of bathroom tile slabs like they're high but they're right. they're and 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 it's like a big. Looks like a morgue with a like, bunch of slabs in yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And then that you you good. go and except you except the table's in. not metal; it's tile. Correct. Oh, all right, well, that's nice. And then you you lay down on it, and <laughs> these nice. women you, you're completely naked, mm-hmm. and these women come over and they're Korean hard. women, and they're Korean, and they and they scrub you down with like this loofah, and it's not it's not completely enjoyable, but it's not because they're totally actually like taking layers of dead skin off. Uh, layers and layers and layers and layers. Like 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 when the first time I had it done, I literally had a Baseball-sized uh, lump of gray. We had a great visual. We had a great visual until then. Gray, yes, yeah, gray, gray matter, which was which was not my brain. It was my skin. When she said, "Give me some skin," that's not what you were talking no, about. Not give me yes, actually yes. skin. But they, they wash you, and I have to tell you, there is absolutely nothing like being given a bath. Because after you're completely done scrubbing, they like pour water on you. Yeah, I like that. And they, they, they. Do you have adjoining you? bathtubs like the Cialis commercial? It is I hear you, the baby. most <laughs> awesome thing ever. <laughs> and when you're done, you you feel like a baby's bottom. You are so smooth. And so pink and shiny, it is oh, fantastic. Well, we talked about yeah. this off air once. Yes, and we, we did. are not yes. going to talk about it on air. Well, you brought it up now. I was not even. Now we're going to go to phones. Wait a minute. No. Let me get oh, this oh, tweet oh, in there oh, from oh. our buddy Alfie no, from no. Abington. No. Wait a minute. It's our buddy. Our buddy Alfie from Abington checks in. Dear Tony, I want to hear more about Stanford and trees since it's now legalized there. Light the lamp. Baby, and we're not talking about scoring a goal. Light later. the lamp. You got a, uh, We got any uh, bong hits in here? Oh, we yeah, should be playing. We should be heavy bong hit tonight. You you are missing out on this little nugget of information that Luigi hinted at. Which one is this? That he had a massage with a happy ending? We're just going to go to the bong hits, and then we're going to go to the phones. <laughs> Robin, see they how, have these places in the Northeast. No, there was a whole build-up yes. to the story. A lot of things had to happen for us to actually arrive at this situation, <laughs> but I was helping a friend... <laughs> Yeah, you go shopping. You take a friend shopping. They yeah. pick up. You know, they're going shopping. Sometimes you find something you like and try it on for yourself. Man. That's all. You. That's all there is to it. Nothing else. Dear more. Tony, what's your favorite HGTV remodeling show? <laughs> Fixer Upper, Property Brothers, or Mushroom Tip Flip? Mushroom Tip Flip. What the- I haven't seen that one. Is that on late night? After uh, what's what's the one we always watch, Robin? The one that people go the, the exotic ones. I don't care about people moving to Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, um, House Hunters Inter- House Hunters International. House Hunters International. I think a lot of our celebrities are going to watch House Hunters International as they threaten to leave the country now that Donald Trump became president. Well, we have someone on the phone who's national, possibly lives in a house. Possibly know, lives in what house? I don't know. Somewhere in Texas. His name is Wesley. And like to talk Let's to go each to other. Wesley in Texas. What's going on tonight, Wes? Can I call you, Wes? Mr. Bruno, how are you? Yes, how are you doing today? Let me check. Beautiful, man. Beautiful, man. Miss Robin, how are you doing? I am fantastic. Thank you very much. I follow you guys on Twitter. Uh, I've been following your show for a long time. Never actually call in. Figure I just figure out some NDAs, some talks there. Absolutely. Um, first time caller. First of all, I I am from Austin, but I am originally born and raised from Houston. Hello. We'll be in Houston anyway. for the Super Bowl. Did we get our credentials yet, Robin? Yes, we did. Yes. And Luigi's a local legend now in Houston, Texas. Damn right I am, brother. <laughs> What's the name of the sports bar, Robin? When we went and did a show down there in Houston? That's Nick's, Nick's place, place, man. 
Next place. They love me down there. They do. I love them. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Have you been to Next Place in Houston? No. No, I've not been to Nick's place. Where are you going to stay in Houston? It's a huge city. What part of the town are you in going to a, stay? Probably in a hotel somewhere where we're going to shack up and we're staying, we'll stay in the, we'll sleep in a car like when Luigi in, did one night. No, when I'm, in, <laughs> come on, man. when I'm in Houston, I'll be like Mike Vick. When I'm in Houston, I stay at the A-Loft. <laughs> the A-Loft. We stayed in the A-Loft when we were we there. We actually did. We were in the A-Loft That's a funky hotel. little spot, man, because it's like it's European style, so everything's yeah, kind of tucked all like away. That. They're all like that. They have like Ikea furniture in there. And you know no, what? No, like you dwarfs. know what we should do? Um, we should find out, because we're cheap, um, if there's anybody that lives in the Houston area that's convenient to, we should, we, do you want the Tony Bruno crew to come stay at your house? We could house? stay in your like garage. A, like an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. We could sleep in a garage, but you're in Austin now, right? That's right. Were you no, out there, more, were you out away. protesting on this? So the people in Austin were like blocking highways. No, I saw, no, we saw it. It was all over Twitter. Uh, it was a bunch of, uh, uni- you know, University of Texas students, probably about 500. Right in the middle of traffic, right around 5 p.m. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, they caused a little scene. They uh, they walked up and down the streets. Were they smoking wacky tobacco by any chance? Well, you know, it's funny. That got legalized. That's Prop 64 in uh, California, right? I, I don't remember what the prop was, but whatever it was, it was passed. That was one of the no-doubt-about-it stone-cold locks that held true, unlike Hillary Clinton, unfortunately, for her. Boom. Boom is right. <laughs> Boom. Well, Goes to dynamite. Anyways, a team in California, the Golden State Warriors. Yes. Obviously. Very important team. I, University of Texas, Austin, Kevin Durant lineage. Mm-hmm. Always follow Kevin Durant there. Obviously, he is the villain now. Yes. I'm just there. My question to you at this panel here is, I want to know is, who is still the alpha dog of this team? Is it Steph Curry, the two-time MVP, yes. or is it? Kevin Durant, the one-time MVP, because we both know they can shoot. We both know the score. But when it comes down to these playoff games, when it comes down to these finals, which we all expect them to be in, who is in control and who's taking the last shot here? Well, I mean, it's obviously Steph. I mean, Durant was brought in because they need somebody who can dominate down low. And, you know, to me, it's Steph Curry's team. Is it Steph, Luigi, is it Steph Curry's team or is it Kevin Durant's team? I think as of last night, it was a question of whose team it was. I mean, I'm sorry, two nights With ago. The 13 threes. But once Steph Curry went out there and hit 13 threes, I think he let everybody know. He put him back on notice that this is my team. For a while, it seemed like... And Clay Thompson's been the one who's been hurting the most out of this because he's the one who's losing out on everything. Yeah. He's the one who's... His, his, well, it's only know, seven games no, in the season. No, but his points though. per game... He's, Tony, Clay Thompson is a superstar in his own right. I know he is. I mean, but that's not, what happens when Kevin you have Durant's a lot level. of great players on the it team. Just There's only one like, ball. It just felt like you had to, to feed the ball to Durant. And for a while, for those first seven games, it did feel like, you know what, it seemed like they were trying to make it Durant's team. But I think Steph Curry did a good job two nights ago to hone that back and say, okay, this is still my squad. I run things in this town. It's Steph Curry. And the team. one thing about the Warriors, which you're seeing this year, is that that heat of last year where they, you know, they're going to win 73 games and all of that stuff where they were winning games by 30 points and they were blowing everybody out. And then the fans became so accustomed to them winning that by the time they got to the postseason, anything short of a championship would be considered a disaster. And then they didn't win the championship. And it wasn't a disaster because they blew it through one league. It's a disaster. And so I think this year, you know, nobody's like going crazy when they lose to the Lakers and they're 5-2 and because they're going to pace themselves. They don't have to win 70 games to be in the NBA Finals and cut down the nets, which they don't do in the NBA, and they should. And I don't know why they don't do it. I don't think they're going to win 70 games this year. I don't, they I don't, don't really, have I don't to. I don't think they care if they do or don't. You're right. That's my point. They don't have to go out there and try to prove to the world that they're the best regular season team ever. The regular season doesn't matter if you're the Golden State Warriors or a contender like, like LeBron James. They lost their first game. 
And people are going to say, oh, my God, they're 6-1. and one. What's going to happen? No, they're going to say it's a long season. Of course they're going to lose some games. I still think no matter what, though, regardless of whose team it is, I still think the most important person on that team is Draymond Green without a question. I mean, he is the glue. If, if something happened to Draymond Green, I think the whole thing, the whole thing fails. Good stuff. Well, now. that's if he doesn't get technicals. That, I, doesn't that's, get what I, that, 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 that's my point, too. No more, said, I'm sorry, go ahead. Karate kicks. No more karate kicks. Yeah, no more karate. No exactly. More Steven Adams is still recovering from last year's uh, Western Conference Finals. Exactly. Hey, good stuff, man. Thank you for checking in tonight. I appreciate you listening and watching the Thank show. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Take care, man. Thank you. I love Austin, Texas, man. We gotta get down. To well, the one thing about they say about Houston, if you want to do anything, you got to go to Austin. And uh, that's where the mechanical bull is. Austin's and Robin Austin. How I, can you not have been to Austin? I know. Stone Cold Steve Stone Austin's Cold been Steve to Austin. Austin. We need to go to Austin. And who was the sure. six million dollar man? He was also Steve Austin. Yes, right? he was. Order the jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, love me some Stone. By the way, man. I got a political question. I don't normally deal with those, but this one's a good one from Maggie May Softball oh. on Twitter. I think I played for them once. No, Mag May Softball. Mag May Softball. Says Tony, you think Trump will deport me for hanging out at Lou Turks or in the swamps of Essington, or are the swamps of Essington no fly zones? <laughs> no it would have been funnier if I'd been able to read the stinking tweet. Let me repeat it again. Tony, do you think Trump will deport me for hanging out at Lou Turks or are the swamps of Essington no fly zones? It's a good question. I'm gonna have to check later on with Delco police when I make the trip up there. I think Delco police would side with you. Tony, <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you. And my favorite tweet of the day. The election is over, Twitter. Can we all go just back to talking about sex again? Exactly, exactly man. Can we get right. back to this normal day-to-day talk about sex DMs and, and who's doing who, man? Exactly, and, and Tinder and all the other things that really matter to Americans. Exactly right. Exactly. Do you realize, like, this morning at 2-something when they finally declared the presidential race over? It just shows you how sensitive people are. One of my most famous things that people to this day especially people in the sports business who listened to me 25 years ago on ESPN Radio, whenever a game would end. This is, remember, this is, before self, this is before Twitter. This is before social media. This is before a lot of people even had satellite. There's still VCRs were still prominent. Exactly. And so we, you know, people didn't, couldn't watch every game like they did now. Right. They didn't have packages. They didn't have the NBA channel or NFL and Correct. all the other stuff. So whenever a game was over, we'd have all the screens in our studios at ESPN, and I would always scream, Ladies and gentlemen, it's a final now, right? right. That's one of my famous it's sayings. It's a calling card, man. It's, my, it's a final. So last night I tweeted, ladies and gentlemen, it's a final now. Donald Trump is the president of the United States. I had like 50 people unfollow me <laughs> for reporting facts <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's how you, much well, people no, want to look to see what your agenda is. It wasn't the facts that they wanted to hear, and that was the problem, man. It is. It's unbelievable. Do you? Um, it's unbelievable. Tone, did you, do you have any idea... Um, what like uh, what area cozy people were calling from? Uh, well, seven one seven is but seven one seven is in jeopardy, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, are we going to be one of the few seven one sevens left? Seven one seven will continue, but as you know, and I mentioned earlier, in every state this is happening, but heavily populated states like Pennsylvania, two one five has been a legendary one. Two six seven was now added. And so Pennsylvania is starting to run out of available number combinations. And by the spring of 2019, no, I want that up, Robin. It is Stop low. doing this stuff. Stop doing this with your hands. She's just teaching me how to dip a chip. That's all. You don't have to dip anything. Let me handle the dips. I just need him to bring it down just No, it's fine. It's perfectly underneath me. That's the way I want it. Perfectly underneath me. Or on top. It doesn't matter. I'm not, uh, I can. Anyway. <laughs> 
Guess what new area code's coming to the Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Central Pennsylvania, Northeastern Pennsylvania What are we getting, yo? 215267, as I mentioned, running out. Yeah, because I have I have 267. My, my cell phone is a 267 area code. I was always a 215 guy. Oh, beautiful. And the 215 area code was, you know when 215 went into effect? 1947. Was that the first area code? It was one of the first four original state area codes in Pennsylvania, 215. It was the only area code serving southeastern Pennsylvania until the 1994 edition of 610 in the suburbs. Remember? I remember 215 and 610. What's your area code? 610. And then in 1999, 267 and 484 were added to the mix. But now, the new area code, because 717 is running out of space, too, will be 223. 223. 223. Oh, I like 223. I don't like 223. I do. I like 227 better, to be honest. Well, that was a great show back in the day. It was a great show. You remember 227? Damn right I do. You do? Yes, I do. You were old enough to remember 227? Yes, I watched 227, man. Dude. What was 227? What was 227? It was a, it was a TV, TV show, show about uh, kids in school, right? No. What was 227? It was just, it was just three. Like, no, it was room 222. That's what I'm That's thinking of. That's room 222. I'm yes. thinking of 227. What was, I don't know, 227. Look it up. 223. So Harrisburg and Lancaster, the Amish country, will be getting 223. The Amish. I like 223. You like 223. How about mm-hmm. 976 numbers? Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Oh, those yeah, were nine. the uh, 1010 numbers. Remember 1010 something? When all those people were pimping those ten cents a minute nonsense before long before all the cell phones. Well, nine seven six were pay. Like you knew that if you were dialing a nine seven six number, you were going to pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. Dateline. So anyway, two two three. What's it going to be? That's why we had to play a little ludicrous tonight. I don't like a two two three, but that dude's got many hoes and many codes because he went on about a good three minutes. By the way, Alfie from Abington with a spa update. Yes, Southampton Spa. In Bucks County, says that he, uh, they have something like what I was talking about, this Korean spa where you get scrubbed down and yeah, because buffed you, up you know, and Yeah, everything starts on the West Coast or in Florida. Well, it actually starts on the West Coast, then it ends up in Florida, and then something goes terribly wrong, which is what usually happens down there. But he says, look it up and change your life. I told you, I can't look it go up to and massage. change your life. I can't go to massage parlors. No, but you would like, I think you would like one of these. You, you didn't go with me. You have never gotten no, scrubbed No, there was a woman-only thing. No, but they have two sides. They have a woman's side and a men's side. No, I've never been to an actual masseuse. No, I used to have a masseuse. I used to have a well, masseuse. I've only had one massage, okay? But I, I used to have my masseuse. own massage guy in Philly. You know what his name was? Blaze. You went to a guy. I know a guy named Blaze. I had a guy. He's a plumber. No, he's not a plumber. He's actually listening but to the Blaze show Blaze right would actually give me rock Because in Pennsylvania, I don't know if they changed the law, but you were not allowed to have a woman give you a massage. Why? So if you were going to get a massage, it had to be by a man. If you were, but what if you were a woman? Could you get a massage? No. You had, a woman had to get a woman, and a man had okay. to do a man. That was the rules back in the day to prevent these so-called fake Happy massage endings. polish. All right, I understand. You know what I mean? So that, way, that way there was no, no way it moved. And there were licensed massage. Like Blaze. I beg to differ. Blaze <laughs> is a legitimate <laughs> massage guy, and he was a massage therapist. But uh, back then, you only could do guys, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Meanwhile, <laughs> they got bamboo now, did stuff. You, did you get a regular massage? Not regular, no. Like, like the people who if get you massage had a guy, week. then you got a regular massage. I didn't. I would go you get a rub down, right? No, it was a massage. It was a massage. Rub down. But that's what they called it back did in they, the day. Did they attend to your calves? Yes. It was a massage. It was a massage. It was a massage. It was a rub down. That's what they used to call it back in the day. 
Let's go to someone on the let's phone. Let's go to the phone. Who, who actually Kevin. may know something about massage. Let's get down to the business. Speaking of rub downs. And speaking of getting down to the business, <laughs> let's go to Jose from Norristown. What up, Jose? What up, Bruno's? <laughs> what up, Joe's? What up, Luigi's? What up, Jose? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Jose? Miss Robin, where's, where's the hobble? What up for Jose? Well, why do, I was waiting. I, I didn't he know. He said Miss Robin. Can no. we give her one of those? The first one tonight? Yes, an hour and 28 yeah. minutes. A new world That's record. A record. <laughs> so, Luigi, so, Jose, have you ever been, have you ever had a massage, Jose? Uh, I will have to say no, mighty Miss Robin. No Massaging massage. yourself doesn't count, by the way. No. <laughs> yeah, no. No. <laughs> No. Yeah, callus is on my oh. hands, man. Listen, I've given myself some of the best rub downs I've had have come from my own hands. I bet. Yes, thank you. <laughs> no one oh. knows me like me, Tony. <laughs> By the way, Antonio Williams, one of our great friends on Twitter, wants to know if we can get the Tony Bruno political podcast on C-SPAN 3. No, that is not available yet. No, you can catch it on ESPN, the Ocho. The Ocho, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's well, get down to the on. business. Let's get down to the business, gentlemen. And lady. And lady. lady. Well, um, you know what we had last night that I'm starting to get disappointed? Uh, we had hockey, hockey action, action, yo. You're going to disappointed. They have been like 12 games into the season. That's and Flyers hockey for you, pal. Broadway. Yes, the Flyers are 6-6. Six and six. Mediocre at best. They lose a shootout. They lose, but yep. you know what? They've been Last, doing better shootouts. Yeah, so they, had, they had like two in a row shootout wins. So to me, the fact that they actually could win a shootout every once in a while is almost a major miracle. Yes, that is correct, sir. So other than that, we uh, we need to get our blue line, our goaltending fixed, yo. Yeah, that that uh, Anthony Stolar is apparently starting to shine in uh, in in the minor leagues. Oh, great. We're looking at the minor leagues now for another No, there's another out. young goalie that they showed a little bit last it's year. Same story every year. Same story. Flyers every, every year. I, I need a goalie. Every every year, man. you got to have a goalie to win a Stanley Cup. He's a captain that puts the puck in the back of the net, too. That would help. Jeruz is struggling. Yeah, he's struggling mightily, man. Jeruz? Does he have a goal yet? Did, did he light the lamp yet, Jose? Yes, he lit the lamp already once. Once. I lit the lamp One a couple goal. times this year. Well, I mean, who doesn't? I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. <laughs> Once he gets it Other done. than that. Come on, man. You got more chance than that. Yes. He's the captain. He's responsible. He runs the show. Exactly. But, but you're right. He needs to uh, put the puck in the basket, yo. He's a ginger, and I don't trust him. Now they're going to bring that Cousins guy back. Mm-hmm. Get a little you jam like in, the, in the organization. Like that. Not that Cousins. Uh, no, not that. Not Kirk Cousins, no. No. Um, they should bring back... Uh, Laviolette, yo. Lavi? They're not bringing Lavi yeah, back. Like, They're not bringing oh, Sexy oh, back oh, either, you know what I mean? Yeah, Lavi's having fun in Music City with P.K. Subban, yo. Exactly right. But Montreal's playing great. I mean, you look at, the, uh, you look at some of the, the teams off the great starts this year. The Montreal Canadiens, eh? They're playing great. Mm-hmm. They really are. And they traded P.K. Yeah, Subban, and they're playing great. Because you know what yeah, they got. because they got a... Because they got a presence named Shea, Shea Weber, yo. Exactly right. Not Shea Butter, Not which Shea is a Butter. totally different Weber. thing. Yes, I like Shea Butter. Putting your hair mm-hmm. in, it's a little Other dry. That, it's a little sparkle, shine. Yeah, exactly. It's good, man. Yep. What yeah. about Joel Embiid? Um, no, by the way, Joel Embiid getting the night off because the Sixers, who are 0-6 as we do this show tonight on a Wednesday night, the day after the election, 
Uh, they, they just, they're just taking care with this guy. They're being careful. And he's played to. well, and he's getting better each game. And the Sixers are losing. And to me, at least, I don't, like the ta- I don't believe they're tanking again. I just don't think they have a lot of their pieces ready. And they're better than they were last year. No, they are trying to win. But they're still 0-6. And a lot of heat. We talked about this last week. Brett Brown, people are starting to question some of his late-game strategies. Are you one of those guys? Yeah. Am I one of those guys? Uh, I I always usually scratch my head. I didn't understand why you give the ball to Gerald Henderson, yo, in the final possession against LeBron in the Cavs. So, I mean, at some point, Jose, you got to start scratching your head at some of these calls that, that Brett Brown's making. I mean, at some point, he has to win a game as a coach. I know players, pl- coaches coach and players play, but at some point the coach has to put his players in position to win a game, and he's failed to do so on several occasions. Yeah, the one game where they had the 40-point lead, I mean, they gave up a 40-point third quarter. Yes. Who was that? that wasn't against Cleveland. That was before the Cleveland game. They gave up 40 points. Was it Atlanta? Was that time. I don't remember. No, it wasn't. Atlanta. No, no, no it, was, it, it couldn't have been. They were never up at halftime. Atlanta was boat racing them from the, from the start. No, but the, whoever the team was, they scored 40 points in the third quarter. Overtook the, the Sixers and won. Was it the Orlando? It was the Orlando. That was the Nick Vucevic. The return game. of Vucevic. That's right. It's an outrage. Hey, I'm an NBA connoisseur sometimes. Now, are you watching any yeah. old DVDs of uh, NBA action from days gone by? I still do that every now and then, yo. Exactly. Like, for example, I will pop in game four of the 84 finals, yo, against the Lakers Celtics and watch. Rambers get clotheslined by McHale over and over again. I still exactly. love it. It's like me popping in the Cowboys game when uh, Tony Romo gets sacked 11 times by Reggie White and the boys back in the day. You mean Troy Aikman? Troy Aikman, Aikman. Troy Aikman. What did I say? Tony Romo. I'm mean, no, Troy Aikman, obviously. That was, rookie, that was Troy Aikman's rookie year. Remember the 11-sack game? 1991, yo. Yeah, 1991. I have that. I don't have very many things on, D, on VHS. I have the 11-sack Troy Aikman. I've seen game. your VHS collection. Every once in a while, yes. I have some good stuff. <laughs> you got some great stuff. What are we talking about? Swedish erotica, you know. Uh, Any kind of erotica. Yeah, exactly. It's good stuff, man. Uh, it's like masturbating to a time yeah. machine back there, man. You kidding me? You got something in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Hey, it's playing the hits. You got to play that. the hits. I'm like an oldie station, except I had a better rotation. Yeah. And Harvey Holiday ain't showing up either. Don't you OGL, yo. The gear with the heater, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> and not only in that same year, we had a House of Pain game, yo. Exactly right. The Houston, Remember the Houston Oilers, the House of Pain Monday night game? The Buddy Ryan game. Exactly. Yes. That's when Warren Moon got the business in front of a national audience. Now, who was the, uh, who was the, who was the wide receiver that got tuned up in that game? It was Ernest Gibbons. Ernest Gibbons. Gibbons. That's Gibbons. Right. That is great, phenomenal recollection knowledge right there. My brain cells are dying mm-hmm. every day, but, but Jose... They never die. Oh, he's on. He's on straight chill mode. That's exactly why. right, man. Anything else? Because if I'm not mistaken, if you see the replay on your archives, he was going to. I think it was a slam pattern, and Hopkins just tuned him up and broke the great West Hopkins. Yes, that's great number forty-eight. Man. Other than that, Jose, mm-hmm. <laughs> if if I was working at that other station. I guarantee I'll be breaking down every roster of every person. Well, you would know. They would have cut you off about 10 minutes yes, ago. Of course they would have, Jose. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first, other than that, it would have been like, hello. 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 Cut him off. Hello. Cut him off in the back what? room. What up? <laughs> yeah. yep. All right, last quick that, one. Um, I need a quick prediction. Eagles, Atlanta Falcons, pick em game back at Lincoln Financial Field. Your thoughts. Lincoln. 
My thoughts. Um, can we have a Matt Ryan and Pat Quinn argument like we did with Jeff George and June Jones back in the day? Wow. That's great, um, great. I mean, this this kind of stuff is you don't get this anywhere else. You can't get it anywhere else. You're not even you getting this at NFL films. No, probably. You know not. what I'm saying? In the National Football League. Uh, who do you like, Jose? The Falcons or the Eagles? I like the birds. Which ones? ones? The dirty Which birds? Ones? Or the uh, inept or the birds? Ones that, yeah, the yeah. inept birds. The riverboat gambling Or the sparrows, birds. I think we could call them now. <laughs> the sparrows. <laughs> the Falcons against he, the sparrows. He, said the, he called them the riverboat gambling birds. That's the one he wants. He's picking the Atlanta Falcons. Exactly right. All right, no, Jose. Uh-uh. We'll talk I'm to you soon, buddy. I'm not picking the Falcons. I'm picking the Eagles. He's picking the picking Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, Eagles. I'm sorry. The symbol of America. We'll make football yep. great again on Sunday for at least one more week <laughs> until they have to play Seattle the following week. Yeah. The angry <laughs> birds. Like they're the, they're the angry birds. Quick, yep. Yeah, they're and the angry birds. My quick birds. analysis on the election, can we give the, uh, the, the country one of those, too? Which country? Our country. For Not them doing Why would we give the country for voting I'm and making a decision? Not giving America bump, bump, bump. Not happening. Are you dis- disrespecting, you discounting the fact that people showed up and voted just because you're unhappy it's with the not, outcome? It's not that. It's just uh, I have mixed emotions about our new president. I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people have mixed emotions. Uh-oh. We have mixed emotions about everything. I know every single We're a country election, of there's going to be mixed emotions. So I, we don't want to discount half the nation because they voted for Trump just because other people voted for somebody else. And we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, exactly. If Hillary Versailles. Clinton won, I wouldn't be saying, oh, gee, all those people who voted for Hillary Clinton, what are they thinking? What am I going to do? Give the, give the nation a bump, bump, the bump because they voted for her? No, it's not if right. If Hillary Clinton won, would you have called it and said, hey, let's give everybody a bump, bump, the bump? I would have done the same thing. All right. I don't know about that, Jose. Well, How about a I word th- up, Trump? I think, up? I think in this particular Trump case, we, we had uh, two, two candidates that not a lot of people could really stand behind. And, and uh, mm-hmm. if there had been a third or fourth candidate that was actually excited, people could get excited Nobody about? votes for third. I mean, people vote for better, third party candidates. If there had been a better candidate, they would have won in the primaries. Exactly right. They, well, would, they would be the ones well, that would be president. If I was president, I'm moving in to get a big screen TV, have my sports on exactly. every night, talk to the State of the Union address. Exactly. Um, two kids at the same time, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Luigi, Not we actually... Two. I mean, Luigi. Yeah. Uh, I know. Jose, we need to let you go because we have uh, full lines and we need to get to the next Let's phone get call. get back Ooh. to the phones and get down to the business. Thanks uh, for calling, right, Jose. Jose. We'll talk to you soon, You're the buddy. man, Jose. There he is, the great no problem, Jose buddy. in Norristown. Let's go to... Let's go to women for the podcast. Not women for Trump or women for Hillary. Let's go to Karen out in Southern California from the Venice Beach area, back where I used to roam and look for Dr. Cush. She said she knew you. Do I know Karen? I don't know if that's there is good. no call parked on that extension. Please what? try again. Did Karen hang up? She, yeah. Nobody should she she park? I think she hung up. You no, know, actually, you know what you did, man? You gave me the same number for Karen as it you had on for same. Jose. It was the same one. They were no, it can't be. It can't time. be. They have been giving me seven one every time. Wow. That's, That's not even doing. possible. I hate to do it to you. That's I hate to do it. That's not how it works. Try, try That's not how any of this works. I'm doing star 270. It's giving me 71. There's no possible way that somebody could be on 71. I am sorry. There is no call parked on that extension. Please try again. No parking, baby. Mm. Call back in. No call back in. No parking on the dance floor, Karen. No, I don't Call back in right away. Yeah, Karen, call back. We'll get you right on. Phone number is 717 
363-TONY, 717-363-8669. I'm going to do this. Can I give the number out, Robin, before you talk over me so people can hear it? 717-363-8669. You follow me? You don't remember the funk song, No Parking on the Dance Floor? No parking, baby. No. No parking on the dance floor. Robin, you remember that song? No. I didn't think you would. You got no funk in you at all. You're so white. <laughs> You're so white. You know, you you know this person for sure. Who on the phone? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna try. Because I actually her. had her number loaded in my in in. Did in she the call us? Are we calling her? Well, I'm calling her live She's, right now. Yeah, she's calling call her. Yeah. It's ringing. The great Karen in Santa Monica, Venice Beach slash. Hello. Hello, Karen. Is this Tony? <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Karen? What is- not much. Wow, we're just wow, 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 <laughs> we're just uh, chilling out here. It's gonna be winter soon. It's dark. I'm depressed. I need my uh, I need my sad light on me. While you're skiing up in the mountains up in southern Northern California, I wish I was. There's no snow down here. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so how did oh you my find? God, the... How are you? We're great. I mean, we're back east, and uh, we miss you guys out in California. We were in San Francisco oh, for the Super God, Bowl. God. Broncos, so and they won. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Karen, it's Robin. Robin, what's up, girl? Hi, honey. How are you? <laughs> Happy Hump Day. <laughs> Happy Hump Day. Is it still Hump Day or Trump Day? I think some people are calling it. Trump day. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh yeah, right, Trump Day. That's right. Did you guys? Well, okay. So did you guys vote? We voted early and we voted often because that's what we do here uh, in Philadelphia. I had people well, knocking okay. on my door like every 20 seconds telling me to go vote again. I said I already did. I know, right? <laughs> now, Karen well, is a great I, I snowboarder. She's a diver. She does everything out there. I know. She, you used to dive and bring lobsters. And I'm gorgeous, and I need a nice, good-looking man who has a lot of money. <laughs> well, you live in L.A. You live in, in Santa Monica. There's a lot of those guys out there. Step outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I can't seem to find a really nice one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the problem out there. Once, I'm a man. Yeah. I'm 40. Now that I left California, there's really nobody left out there that anybody would want to hang out with. So there's a, there's a serious shortage ever since you rolled out, Tom? Exactly right. Makes sense. Well, see, that's what happened when you left, man. And that's, you know. It's, I know. You need to come back. I may have to, I have to come back out there. I have to come yeah, back. Yeah, you do. Now, especially if California succeeds, succeeds as a state. Do you see that? Are you part of the Cal exit thing, the hashtag I saw today? People are now so uh, angry at the election. They want California to secede from the United States and become its own country. It already is, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, it already is, right? I mean, when I, when I used to travel to Europe, they're like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm not from the United States. I'm from California. Exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. Now, are you watching us on Facebook Live or are you just listening? Well, I'm, I saw your thing on Facebook, and I'm like, well, shit, man, I haven't talked to Tony in a, in a million years, so I decided to call you, and I'm actually in my car right now heading to have dinner in Santa Monica with a friend, but I got the top down so the world can hear us. Oh, man, you're making me <laughs> angry now. It's raining here. It's miserable. God, I um, remember. I, I remember I being able to go with my top down. I California. always had my top down when I was out there, and I didn't even have a convertible. I had my bottom down too, oh, but that's uh, that's just hey, that's private life that, that's stuff. For 
Yeah, right? That's, That's another saggy. Another story. <laughs> All right, Dollar. Great to hear from you, Karen. Call us again sometime. Let us know when you're coming out. You got to come out east. Uh, all right. Well, I've never been out there. You know. It's a whole new world out here. It's cold. I bet it is. It's miserable. No, it's great here. The people are great. Even Miss Robin knows. Robin was not from here. I love Philly. I absolutely love Philly. I love the East Coast. I love having easy access to all these different places. We can't ride our bikes though on the on the nah, on the Venice uh, boardwalk. But if, I, if I come there, you guys have to stuff, obviously. Absolutely. Have to do what? All right, cool. I missed the middle part of it. If you come there, what has to happen? You have to show me around because I've never been there before. Absolutely. Two chicks at the same uh, well, time. No, absolutely. We always show people around here. <laughs> All right, Karen. Be careful out there. Where are you going? Are you going down to uh, on, on uh, Lincoln Boulevard or uh, Washington Boulevard? I'm going to Enterprise Fish, Enterprise Fish Company on Main Street. Oh, I know where that is. Nice. Right there in the middle of, right at the borderline of Venice Beach and, and Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. You got it, babies. Oh, man. <laughs> God, I yeah. missed that area. Is it dark out there yet? Is it dark? No, I don't want it to be dark too early. I'm Are you drinking? We need some wet weather, man. It's too it's too hot out here. I hear you. We're not going <laughs> to complain. No, we were complaining three weeks ago that it was too hot, so I'm not going to complain that it's too cold yet. It's never too hot. It's never too hot. All right, Karen, take care, darling. We'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. All right, good hearing from you. You too. There she is, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Let's give her a roaring round of applause. The great Karen in Santa Monica. She's playing Hanukkah in Santa Monica, I believe, this year. Hanukkah in Santa Monica. Yeah, I remember that song. We play it every Christmas season. I'm spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica. Correct. You know that song. It's a classic. Oh, Luigi, I got to give you one of those. No, you don't. We played it last year on our Christmas uh, show. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. I organized that Christmas show, and I don't remember playing Hanukkah in Santa Monica. Because we we recognized all religious activity, including Hanukkah. We did not play Hanukkah in Santa Monica. Not on Christmas. We played it during Hanukkah. We did not play it. I'm, I'm telling, telling you, you we I'm telling you right now. We played Hanukkah. I'm spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica. I think we met. Uh, I I met Karen. No, so that's a different Karen. You met this Karen too, but you're thinking of another Karen. Oh, okay. There's so. But many I think uh, this Karen I still met about eight years ago. It was shortly yes. after I met you. Exactly. No, I've known Karen forever. There was another Karen who was a uh, 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 who was a woman who used to go diving for lobsters off of uh, off of uh, what's the island uh, Catalina Island. She would go out. There's a season. Free dive. Free dive. Anger in my face. Just looking at Tony. I was like, Catalina. Catalina Island, and the water's (laughs) freezing. And by the way, the water's freezing out there. You have to wear wear a dry suit, and people go diving for for lobsters, spiny lobsters, and not main lobsters. See, now Luigi probably would not know the difference between a wetsuit and a dry suit. No, I don't. A wetsuit is where water um, gets underneath the suit, and so. The water, the water temperature. Cu- the water will actually touch you, even though you have a wetsuit on. It allows a layer, but there's still water in between. Are you using, are you using a wetsuit more for snorkeling? Yes. Yes, and okay. depending on the water temperature. Depending on the water temperature, you still wear it because you want to stay warmer. Okay. But it's only going to protect you so much. Whereas a dry suit, you it 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 prevents water from touching you. Completely. Okay. So the, when you zip so it no, up, you are completely sealed you're underneath. Sealed. So if the water is like 50 degrees and that's really cold. You don't feel the 50 degree temperature oh, on your body. Yes. There's, there's a layer of air in between you and the water. Cool. I'll diver. Never, I'll never wear one. That's diver. Awesome. <laughs> I didn't even I'll, kiss her. I'll never wear one. If the water's more than three feet tall, I'm and, out. And, I'm out. And, and 
both suits, you can pee in your suit to keep you even warmer. Exactly right. I'm sorry? There you go. You can pee in the suit. Yep. Yes. There's no like front zip thing because I want to be like humane about oh, it. When, no, 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 when, you you when you're in a pool, don't you pee in the pool? I got mad. No. How about the ocean? The ocean, you got to pee in the ocean. Piss in the ocean, man. I go to, I go to the bathroom. Why? Well, when you're, you're in the ocean, you don't, I don't pee in the ocean? I don't go in the ocean. Wow. It's disgusting. Seriously, who does I that? I don't go in the ocean. Who it's, does that, it's really? It's not. It's actually, you know. There isn't one person on the face of the earth. Who has gone into any ocean anywhere in the world, or river, or and not peed when they were who out there? Because Michael Bertoni, have you ever gone into? Now swimming pools are different because urine is actually sterile. It is sterile. It's sterile. I, so. I, I still can't swim, so I'm not going in the ocean. I'm, I mean, I'm getting there, but even if I, you're wading out, like you walk out, it's really hot, and you're on the beach, and you just wade out to waste. Oh, so you want to? So you see the people just, just standing out there? Yeah, and you just know they're going to look inconspicuous. You know, scum. You know, like, people are going underwater, Tony, right next to you. There's kids <laughs> that are freaking boogie boarding. I know. Trust me, there's worse things in there than somebody's urine. Yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll I understand you to swim, worse. Luigi. You know what fish do in that water? No, I've been, I've been, I've no, been teaching. No, Robin taught me how to swim. Yeah, I've been teaching. Then we lost our pool. Then we lost the pool. We lost our pool. That's all that. But you know, Luigi had to swim in three and a half feet of water. It's hard. It may look easy, but it's hard. But my point, my point, I was trying to make about the eight years. Facebook just reminded me that I became Facebook friends with Tony Bruno eight years ago today. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is beautiful. I know. Yeah, those Facebook eight, memories make me like cry sometimes. Eight man. years, and then Dude. it had some funky pictures and stuff like that. But do you know what else is coming up, Tony? What's coming up? The Florida update? The Marine Corps birthday That's right. is on, uh, is this weekend. Well, you know, tomorrow. it's Veterans Day. It's Veterans tomorrow. Day is Friday. It's Friday. Friday, that's right. Today's Wednesday. Friday's Veterans Day, but that's not the Marine Corps birthday. The Marine birthday. Corps birthday, 241st birthday of the and Marine And you know Corps. where the Marine Corps was founded, right? Michael Bertone, do you know where the Marine Corps started? That is that in South Philly? No, there? at the Tun Tavern. The Tun Tavern, which isn't there anymore. No. But there's a placard outside of where the Tun Tavern originally sto- st- uh, stood down in the old city of Philadelphia. And that it's was very the close to Front Street and South, right? Front yes, South? it's I don't know the exact location, but it's in that area of old city of Philadelphia. The birthplace of the United States Marine Corps. Semper Fi, do or die, baby. Tun Tavern. Mm. Beautiful. And people do not give Luigi a hard time. If you have not learned how to swim when you are a young child, it is a lot more difficult, especially if you are somebody like Luigi, who um, the good thing is he has very little fat content. He's uh, high muscle, Mm. um, and so he does not float very easily. Um, I can't swim, but I can fight. (laughs) <laughs> so I think. But I yeah, I mean, like the, the, a lot of people who's like, you know, the dead man's float. Luigi doesn't do that. Very it's hard, well. it, but it's also hard to get your breathing right because you're, I'm still right. hyperventilating right. because I'm afraid I'm going to drown, even though it's so small. And I have some I had you holding me underneath like when I was just laying on my back. Right. It was hard to stay still and then get and then as you're swimming to get the, the cupping motion. But as as we learn, we learn in a freshwater pool. It's harder to float. If we're in the ocean, would have been a little, or salt water. It would be Luigi easier. Is that we, we need, need to, to take do... him to the Dead Sea? He'll definitely learn. No, how no, to no. Swim. When I was in Florida, when we went to St. Augustine uh, for uh, my buddy's bowling trip, when we went out there, they had a saltwater pool at the La Quinta Inn and Suites, and it was a lot easier to swim. But, yeah, let me but tell then you, you go so to really high concentration, like the Dead to... Sea. You could float in the Dead Sea without even trying. We need to go to the Soggy Dollar Bar. Yes. And do a show from there. Soggy Dollar Bar. I need to go there right now. I think that Luigi would do fantastic down there. Okay. No, you have to. You have to get a board. No, because you, you know to, you we're, we're going to be able to say, Luigi. Oh, no, no, we are a hundred yards away from that over there. Get to it. <laughs> All of a I will sudden, smoke he Phelps. Can swim. I will smoke Hallelujah. Phelps. 
By the way, I got to rip Major League Baseball. It's not my style to criticize. The baseball season ended. Cubs win. Cubs win. Cubs historic. win. But, you know, what's the tradition with Major League Baseball? Both teams. Seventh inning stretch? No, no, no. This is like World Series. Shake both hands. teams produce T-shirts. So as soon as the game is over, right, they have Cubs world champions and yeah. they have Cleveland Indians somewhere, world Somewhere in Haiti that someone thinks the Buffalo Bills won four straight. Exactly. I got you. And so this year, for the first time, Major League Baseball is not going to donate the jerseys of the team that lost. What? So, that's right. They're not going to donate it. So what they've been doing every year, both teams get jer- only a limited amount. They don't make 100,000 of them. They make a, the first batch so that they get so they can sell them in the stores to the fans immediately. As they're walking out and stuff exactly. like that. Okay, I got you. Let's say Cubs World Series and Indians World Series. So what? Remember so- when, the, when the Phillies lost the World Series, those jerseys went you know, to, to a, an organization called uh, World Vision. And World Vision... Helps needy countries. Yeah, they drop them off the third world countries. Right. So you no, they they donate them to needy vision, and the needy vision would take them to Bangladesh and all these other third world countries where people don't have any clothes. So you'll see people wearing Buffalo Bills, Super Bowl champions, Eagles, Super Bowl champions. Exactly. You name it. The team that loses, they send. So now, for the first time, Major League Baseball is not going to send Cleveland Indian stuff to World Vision. To send to third world countries. No, they're going to send to the they're city of Detroit to, instead. No, they're going to destroy what? the stuff. What? They're okay, going to actually Okay, so rather than keep it the people that need yes. clothes, they're going to... After we just had a tragedy in Haiti, exactly. they're just going to just... Oh, we're just going to destroy it. They don't need shirts. And here's you know the lame excuse. You know the reason why? We need to write in. That is absolutely outrageous. And I'll give World Vision credit because they're not ripping baseball because baseball's helped them provide this stuff. But they should. But now all of a sudden, you know, you can't rip somebody who's been taken. But now all of a sudden, they're, MLB is saying, well, you know... We, we, we want to make sure that this stuff doesn't wind up in the secondary market. Oh, Who's going to be selling in this country? Market. They're worried about people scalping. Who's going to want to buy a Cleveland Indians World Series winner shirt if you haven't won? That doesn't make any sense. I know it, it doesn't no make sense. any sense. It's one of the most ridiculous, bizarre things. You know, this is something that is definitely wrong here in the United States about our, our excess. Here in the U.S., we waste more things, whether it's food. Well, food is number one. Um, food I mean, is like one. it's everything. Everything we have so much waste. Whereas in the rest of the world, they actually do something with it. They in 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 France, Germany, the Netherlands, they actually take food that cannot be sold in regular stores anymore, um, normally, and they have a different section that you can purchase. Off food. You're talking about like day old fruit. Yeah, we kind do that here. Like yeah, scratch and sniff, I call it. You know, you go over and say scratch and sniff. That's all right. <laughs> There's an eggplant. It's got a couple bruises exactly. on it, right? And not yeah. only that. We just still fry, right? But, <laughs> yeah, but no like problem. Every single restaurant, they have organizations that go by the restaurants at the end of the day and pick up all the We have some of that food. here. We have Phil Abundance here in Philadelphia. But it is not the same. No, you're right. There's a Most, lot of restaurants that just throw food away. There are a lot of restaurants and fast food stores and things like that who would rather just throw the food away than just give it to the people that are sitting out back yes. in the stores that are yep. starving. And it's, uh, well, they're afraid insane. that people are going to get sick. I mean, that's the big I, thing. I, that's, and, I, and I get that, but you know law, what, though? It's lawyers. Yeah, but you know what, though? Those people are, are at their own risk, man. I mean, you, would you rather not get food? Or and they're going to dumpster, they're gonna dumpster dive anyway. Why not give it give to them? Give it to them clean, clean in a bag. Exactly. I agree. I'm this is a station. That's why we call this the station of the people, the show of the people. I just don't understand. Is Why would you just not give them the show? I mean, who cares? Ask Major League Baseball continent. I think people need to start writing in. They exactly. need to write in, write letters, complain. Get whoever the commissioner. What the hell's his name? And the, say uh, the shame. Commissioner baseball. Shame on the commissioner. He's shame a new on guy. the team. He's been there two years. Nobody know. knows his it, name. That Careless. is just awful. It's an outrage. So, 
after everyone goes goes around all year saying how much they hate baseball and the game stinks, it's too long and this and that, and then you have a, a fantastic playoffs and an unbelievable yeah. World Series, two two teams, you know, one of the curses are going to get broken, and then you do this, and you but put this a is something that's not going to get a lot of publicity. But that's why should. I like to look for stories like this because this is not going to be on the front page of USA Today or sports sections or, or Sports Center. These are things I look at. I look around and I see this kind of stuff, and it bothers me. I, I look for things that don't make sense to me, so that I can call these people out. Because the people who do good things, we always acknowledge them. It's the people that do the dumb things that need to be ripped, even though it's not my style to criticize. And meanwhile, we got to go down to Florida. Speaking of places I never criticize, down to the great Sunshine State. Well, it's not really Florida, is it? No, it's like it, we're gonna take we're we're going to Florida and then we're going even farther south. Wait a minute! I thought you said this was a Florida story. <laughs> it's kind of, but not. All right, let's give it to Florida anyway. <laughs> Down to Florida, we welcome you to the Sunshine State. That's something Stay to look Get so on a plane in like Tampa or Miami and head over to Florida. sunny Mexico. Well, this is a Florida update. <laughs> We're making it a fraud. You just told me to make it one. We're making it this a This is fraud. It is fraud. It is fraud, but it, it's, it's funny fraud, so it's okay. Uh, you know how, you know the plane, the, the, the movie Snakes on a Plane, Tony Bruno? How can I forget? It's Samuel Jackson's finest work. It was one of the worst movies ever. You know that Samuel L. Jackson in that movie improvised that scene because it was so bad that he wanted to put a line in that people would remember him by. Yeah, he got so it that right. line that he did is. was not in the script. And he enough said, is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes <laughs> on this motherfucking what? plane. Everybody strap in. <laughs> about to open some fucking windows. <laughs> Right, was that Maybe, about the movie or was that the election yeah, reaction of Samuel L. Jackson? I think he was just about his house, to be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe one of the best lines out of I told any you the story, movie. right? He said, that he, yeah. he said that the movie was awful and people remember his lines from you know, all of his crazy movies. What, remember, which, what was the most famous? Well, Pulp Fiction. He's, Pulp got, a Fiction. Million, Jewel, uh, he's got a million freaking Exactly. And uh, it really happened. There was we had an, snakes on the plane? There was a, real snakes on I the plane. I saw this on the news. Freaked yeah. me out. Air man. Mexico flight number 231 which was departing from Torreon in Mexico's northern area. Mm -hmm. um, they had to do an emergency landing in Mexico City because a passenger was sitting down, saw something out of the corner of his eye, looked up. So he was where you normally sit, Tony, on the window seat. I love the window seat. I like the window Tony, seat. Too, Tony likes to sleep. I hate the aisle because I don't want anything bumping my stinking elbow. So whenever he can, he gets the window seat and then he cuddles up up against the wall and he tries to fall asleep mm -hmm. almost I can't sleep on a plane, but no, he does it I. almost immediately. I have to sleep before wheels up or else I don't fall asleep. So, Tony, if this had been you, you would not have seen this happening That's because correct. you would have been asleep. And th so this passenger saw something out of the corner of his eye, then had the thought process to actually get it on film. And first he saw like a little green thing and then it became bigger and bigger. Turns out that it was a three to five foot green poisonous viper that somehow had gotten onto the airplane up in, up in the bag, but then there's there's cracks up there. You know, it's not like... That's where the air comes down, right? It's that yes. spot between the window and the overhead compartment, right? Correct. It wasn't in anyone's bag. Nope, nope. They haven't quite figured out how it got on there, but it was in the air conditioning duct, so they figured that when they were on the ground, somehow or another it crawled up into somewhere. 
and made its way. A five-foot viper, what was it? It was a green viper, a viper. venomous green viper. viper. And um, That's it, a venomous, that is a, a poisonous snake, It was right? a poisonous snake, and because of what it was, they made an emergency landing. But this is what happened. So the guy that was sitting there um, was videotaping it, and as soon as the head came out, everybody around realized that it was a viper, because I guess a viper's head is shaped differently. And um, because of the flight that they were on, local people know what to look for. Okay. And, Nothing to see here, people. Just uh, a viper. So they, they all kind of scattered. And then he, along with flight attendants, they notified the pilot, and they organized an emergency landing, and then they took those little blankets that they can mm-hmm. give out in first yeah. class. Well, they don't give those out anymore. Somebody had to pay $5 for a blanket to wrap the snake up in it. And they secured the reptile. But I think it's really, really funny. So um, the, the man, the passenger who posted the video on Twitter, his name is um, Indalicio Medina. He is, is he related to Funky Cold Medina? <laughs> no, definitely not. He, 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 on his Twitter, he said he captured the snake in a blanket and gave it some magazines to read. Ah, not pigs in a blanket, snakes yes. in a blanket. Yes. Come on, what are you shaking your head at, Louise? I'm tired. He's mother- What's the matter with you? Mother- What's the matter with you? Dude. Yeah, and then Aeromexico, Aeromexico says that the procedures carried out for this flight are currently being evaluated to determine how the animal entered the cabin and measures have been taken to avoid such incidents in the I future. I think that's something they want to investigate and find out how to stop you know, poisonous Kinda, snakes maybe, yeah. to maybe get in the damn plane. Well, now, you know, they land in a lot of these small little airports where, you know, where, there's, where there's a roll-up gate. It's not like they're pulling the... You but know, you don't notice a five-foot snake slithering around a damn tarmac? Come on, man. Well, no. Actually, they, I mean, you, depending on what time of day... Well, uh, it is they, Mexico. And, and, the plane uh, could no, be sitting there for hours like, before the next flight takes off. Um, here's a great example of what usually happens is that snakes crawl up into the wheel well. Like if yes. I, and, and then they manage, like, and they're cold-blooded. So they kind of go into hibernation up in the cold air. And then once they land wherever they are, then they warm up and then they crawl out. And that's what happened in, um, um, in Guam. Um, the brown tree snake, which is indigenous to certain parts of Asia, managed to make its way over to Guam. His name Will Chamberlain? And no, has, okay. uh, has almost... Said, no, it's Kobe Bryant, <laughs> the mom of the black mamba. What's the matter with you, man? And has almost decimated the, uh, mamba native, the native bird population <laughs> because of this brown tree snake, which is not native to the island. That's They're, crazy. And they have no natural predators. And now the brown tree snake has also been spotted in Hawaii. For the same exact reason, because it has. So been this thing gets to Hawaii, but I still haven't been to Hawaii yet. Correct. You've been to Hawaii, Tom? No. If, if you could, I lived in California for and you never made the for the eleven pilgrimage? years, and it's it's, it's a three-hour flight, and I never went to Hawaii, and I have to give myself one of those. Big time. Big time. Aloha means goodbye, and it's time to say goodbye. Yes, no, it is. No, wait, wait. What? I have one more suggestion to all of y'all. That are perhaps not readers of um, poetry or um, epic books written like like if if you hate if your children hate the uh, reading list that they have to read in high school kids still get reading lists in school yes I think so don't they I mean they should. I, I don't know. My kids haven't been in school in so 50 even, years. Even what better, in God's holy name are you blathering about? Even better than Cliff Notes. You know what Cliff Notes are. I know are, what Cliff yes. Notes are, yes. Yeah. Well, we had the opportunity, I had the opportunity for Tony to watch a movie. I taped it because I thought it was a zombie movie. 
Because okay. I watch all these zombie movies. Pride, you like the zombie movies. Pride and Prejudice and, and Zombies. And So I'm like, what Pride the hell and is Prejudice this? and Zombies. It came out like earlier this year or late last year. So Pride and Prejudice was a is movie. a book. Excuse me. It was a book first written uh, by whatever. Jane Austen. All books who, are movies. <laughs> and, and, Stupid readers. And, um, a lot of people can consider that quite boring because it's let me tell boring. you, Tony, not in a gazillion billion years would he have actually watched the Pride and Prejudice movie. And no, because it's it's tedious, it's slow, it's British, it's class ruling, it's, oh, you're not rich enough to marry me. I'm going to go to somebody else's castle and get married. You know, it's that kind of pretentious oh, crap I'm not, I'm not with that. royalty but, and people who speak British really fast and you can't understand a damn word. It's like the opposite of Downtown Abbey. Which is a slow, tedious British show. It is. Fantastic. If you watch it, that's fine. This show. So I'm watching this movie because it's zombies, right? Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, it's like, it's like, at some point they're going to turn to zombies. Century. That's pretty like medieval. Not medieval. No, it's 19th century. 19th stodgy century. England. Stodgy England. Stodgy. As opposed to modern day stodgy England. You know what I mean? Just better dental. That's all it is. Exactly. And and Tony did not realize that this was based upon a book. He he did not recall Pride and Prejudice. I never read Pride and Prejudice, Robin. I'm, I never had to. I know, that's but that's why the one I said. What's this movie, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? And it's based on this book about these nineteenth-century uh, hoity-toity, stinking. I Brits. would say that about eighty percent of the lines are actually the real from the from the book. They're from the the, the characters the are the yes. same character, but same now they characters. add zombie a zombie apocalypse. And it is to a it. fantastic way to get somebody to pretty much get the gist of the book and the actual storyline of Pride and Prejudice um, and still be excited about seeing it. And I suggest that all of those types of old classics be remade Into in some movies. way, whether it's ninjas or zombies or whatever, so that kids are more interested in watching them. There is not enough, vi- there's not enough violence in that movie to kids keep me interested. I need more James Tony Bond. Bruno. That's what I want. I need more Bond. I tell you what, we, we went over time, but there we do, we do have one last caller. We do have one last caller? Yeah, we caller. do have one last caller. Why don't we just go to the... We're not going to a shootout, though. No, no, we're, we're not going, going to a shootout. No, 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 no. This is going to be a final regards. It's, it's, there's no golden goal. getting antsy now. Yes, He's climbing up all over Michael Bertone Yes, he is. It's because we took away his chair. So there will be no golden goal. This will end in a tie if bring it has him, to. Bring him over here. Come here. But we're going to go to the phone. We're going to go to Michael. I don't know where he's calling from, but it just says Bruno Nation up here. Let's go to Michael. Michael? Hello? Hello. Mike, where are you, man? Turn on your radio, Mike. Hello? Hello? Who's this? Tony, it's Matt. How are you? Matt? This is Michael. Why do I have Michael on my call screen? It's me. I, just, I did Sixers. I said Sixers. Oh, is it Matt or Michael? It's Matt. Now it's Matt. You got up my name. Okay. Come on, man. We're good. We got Matt. Go ahead, Matt. What's going on tonight, man? Yeah, I wanted to talk a little Sixers with you. What, what do you think? What's going on with Brett Brown? Is, it, is he going to uh, be cut loose soon or what? I don't think. I don't think they're going to fire him at this point. I mean, I, I just think this is a season where once he gets some people back, and I don't think he's trying to tank this year like they were last year because they have better talent. And if you have leads in games. You have to now, as a coach, you can't use the excuse, well, these are a bunch of young guys anymore. You know, I mean, sooner or later, you've got to teach these kids to win. And unfortunately, many of them are not even here anymore. I mean, there's some of the guys. But like Embiid wasn't here last year. He was hanging around, but he was getting healthy. You can't have coaches. Like, the same thing's happening with Doug Peterson. The Eagles now, for some reason, can't find a way to hang on and win. And that happens with young teams, and that happens with mediocre teams. The Sixers are young, and they're going to get better. And they're going to get a lot better. 
But I don't think people will buy an 0-20 starter, 0-23 start again with the level of talent they're putting on the floor versus what they put out the last three years. Especially because this was the year the tank was supposed to stop. This is when the winning was supposed to begin. Yeah, but Ben Simmons getting hurt I understand that, Tony. But, the, but the they way, still have these other guys, and they have to start pro- I producing. Un- I understand that. They don't, have, they don't have a point guard. right? Sergio Rodriguez and you know, uh, TJ McConnell and Jared Bales, who's hurt, who'll be back soon. But they don't have a point guard. But what I'm saying is, though, is that people are starting to get a little upset, myself too, because, again, this was the year the tank was supposed to stop. It doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. And they could have won a few games already. Brent Brown made some bad decisions. Absolutely. All right? And he needs to be held. For, for two years, he wasn't held accountable for anything because everyone understood we're tanking. Exactly not to be right. Any good. And he's a great guy, and everybody likes him. But and now, it was hard to pick on him. But look what's happening to Doug Peterson. He got off 3-0, and and now people are questioning every move. Because he's, he's blatantly made horrible calls exactly. that have cost them wins. And that's Same what happens. as Brent Brown. That's what happens when fans demand to see improvement. And you know what? The coach also has to show improvement. Doug Peterson hasn't shown any improvement from week three till now. Exactly. And, and Brent Brown hasn't hammered. shown any from the start of the season till now. And that's why he's being put under a microscope right now, and he deserves to be called out, rightfully so. Now, do you believe that, Matt? Do you believe that people, it's, 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 start, it's time to start not calling for his head? I don't call for anybody's head. But do you think it's, it's, it's no, fair just, to, to question him, to, uh, to question some of his decisions? The Utah game? Uh, the Utah game the other night. That that blowout, I mean, that's painful to watch. I mean, it's I, horrible, man. Utah's a, uh, what, 3-3 three and three team, and I would think the Sixers would have played them a little closer than they did. Yeah, that's the stuff that's weird. I know Embiid's not going to play every night. They gave him the night off tonight because they, they have all these back-to-backs in November. And, you know, you don't want to take a chance with a guy who's your friend because Embiid's the franchise. Absolutely. I mean, we don't know whether Ben Simmons will be the franchise, but right now, you know, Joel Embiid's the franchise, and he's one of the players that everybody around the league is watching. It's not just the Sixer fans. You know, LeBron comments on everybody that they play watches Joel Embiid and says, this kid's going to be special. And so we, we, we're proud of that. We want to see these guys get better. But they got to start getting – not that he has. It's not all on him. It's on the team, and it's on the coaching and getting these guys in position to know you've you got a game to win here. Let's get this win. Right. Not let's just say, ah, if we lose, it doesn't matter. We get more ping pong balls. I don't think that's going to fly for an 82 game season again this year. No, sooner sooner or later, some of these these games that are that are tight, that are close, that are one possession games, the Sixers have to start to win, and that comes down to coaching. I know players play and coaches coach, like we said before, Tone. But at some point, the coach has to win a game for you. Absolutely, and he has to put them in position to win. And some of the calls he's calling, you know, you're running Gerald Henderson off the ball, you know, against against LeBron. Just feed the ball in MB. I mean, I don't understand some of the play calling. It makes you scratch your head and it just makes you question. I agree. Is the guy really that good of a coach? I mean, because, again, he came from the Popovich tree, and we automatically said, well, he's going to be a great coach. And I, I, I bought into it, too. Okay? And like I said, for two years, I watched him lose with no pressure. Three now, years. Actually. Three years. I'm sorry. Now, on the fourth year, he does have a little bit of pressure because the team is supposed to take a step forward. They're not. They're not. Maybe the team is, but he definitely isn't. And here's and he the biggest question something. of them all, though. Are you willing to accept another year of winning less than 20 games? Matt, are you willing? No, I won't. But, uh, no, absolutely not. But here's my question for you. So, all right, say they get rid of Brett Brown. Who do you bring in? Well, Somebody see, that's, that's the mystery. doesn't know the system? <laughs> that, that's the mystery. But I think at that point you, you, don't, you have to bring in someone who already is you know, a proven coach who's, who's, who's coached talent in the NBA. I don't think you can bring in another guy to help mold these guys. I think in the next year they'll be who they are, and you need to bring in someone who can actually coach an NBA. Who, a Van Gundy? 
<laughs> no, 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 not a Van Gundy. No, definitely not a Van Gundy. <laughs> but someone, you know, someone with some sort of NBA experience. I mean, I don't know. You can go through the list of all the recycled coaches, but I'm just saying maybe. I'm not saying it definitely is, but maybe Brent Brown is not the captain that we want for this ship. That's well, we'll all, see. That's I mean, all again, I'm saying. I'm not going to. I'm not going to quit on a guy. Ten. No, I'm ten not games Tony. It's season. not ten games in a season. It's four years into a process. No, I know. That. At some I know point. That. At some point, he has to show totally progression great. as a coach. That's all I'm saying. And Absolutely. if he doesn't, if he doesn't, he then becomes a detriment to these young guys, you know, to them re- reaching their ceilings. I hear you. All right, Matt. There you have it, man. I mean, I'm, I, I want to see them win. I don't, you know, I'm not going to say, all well, right. at least they're playing. I said, well, at least they're playing entertaining games and with a chance to win. That's, you got to get to the, you don't have to win a championship. You don't have to make the playoffs. Give me some progress. Exactly. Give me right. some progress. Show me. Show me. Uh, uh, show me what you're working. Damn with. right. Shake it fast. <laughs> no, shake your ass. Shake it fast. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. Well, you know, sometimes nice you got to learn person. how to win too. I mean, exactly. They, they that's, that, that, all right, that's guys. Great show. Thank, Thank you, man. Appreciate lot. it, man. We went overtime, but it was for a purpose. What was the purpose action. anyway? I was just spewing some NBA knowledge, man. That's all. Good job, Luigi. What happens when you in NBA fantasy at all? No. Is there daily, NBA daily fantasy? fantasy? Daily fantasy sports, yeah. Yeah, there is NBA fantasy. I got asked to be in an NBA fantasy league, and I said no. Ain't nobody got time for that, so. you damn right. It's too involved, bro. I was going to say, if you were in NBA fantasy, oh, hell and then no. you're going to tell me that you don't have time for any of this stuff. That'd be work when you're at your work trying to work. Exactly. You're doing basketball. And he doesn't <sighs> have time for that. Robin, you know Robin what time wants it is? To sigh. Robin, did you just sigh, or did you say sigh? Or do you know sigh? I know him. Can you give me one last sigh, it. Luigi? I know it. It's so low. Wait a minute. Sigh. Sigh. I know it. We're just going to play sound now, Tony. <laughs> In the meantime. Wrap this thing up, bro. I don't know. I do not want to be the coach of the 76ers. But thanks for asking. We are in stoppage time, injury time, and all the other times, but we are not going to a shootout unless we want to venture into a bad neighborhood. That's going to do it for this week's podcast. Which is me basically going home. <laughs> That's what that is. I'll be arriving six, soon. We're about six blocks from where we basically, are. Basically, yeah. Uh, we want to thank everybody for calling and listening in, all of our great listeners all over the world. You could have been anywhere else tonight, but you're here with me. That's the great Jay-Z once said. And I, I appreciate it, as Jay-Z said, when he was not helping Hillary Clinton win the election. Attempting to win the election. Exactly. And Beyonce. Don't forget about Beyonce. You can't forget about Beyonce. And you can't forget about Dre either. Never. Don't forget about Dre. <laughs> Robin's like, what are you talking Robin's about? Robin's shaking her head. It's hip-hop. I'm just it so is. glad this election is over. I just got to tell We're you. We're all tired. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired I am of too. arguing about it's it. It's time to heal. Yes. It's time to drink wine. I actually I posted something on my Facebook page regarding how I feel about this, and uh, nobody cares about people's political opinions on Facebook. No, no, no. no. I just I, I think that that people just need to remember what is really at stake here, and um, go to my Facebook page. It's my four hundred one k. Give Robin some OT. and my insurance and my no. welfare. I'm, I don't even have a four hundred one k. All my money's tied up in strip clubs and beer gardens. I'm That's good, man. I'm safe. Be. Oh man. That's the way That's you, safe investment, bro. Damn right it is. And gold. Don't forget to buy gold. Silver. And silver. Silver. And frankincense and myrrh. Frankincense and myrrh. Frankincense and myrrh. <laughs> to the holiday Actually season. Better. Silver's a better investment. Yes, it is. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show, <laughs> at Miss Robin Austin, at Luigi Curto 22 The great Joe Corrado could not be here tonight. 
tending to. He some... got that house that we yes. were talking about last week. Hey, his, his house. Yes. That's his house now. You come into his house, you know what happens there. You get we your are, behind kick. We exactly. are so excited for him. And of course, uh, you can follow him at Forza Carado. And of course, Michael Bortoni at Michael, not Mike. That's too personal. It's not formal. Don't call me Mike, yo. It's Michael Bertoni. Right. Uh, one of these days, I'll get the little doohickeys to put it up. You, have the do- you don't have the doohickey yet? I don't have the doohickeys for them yet. And what's Mike's, uh, and then his, uh, of course, his business uh, is phillytech.co. Phillytech.co. And what do you do at phillytech.co? His parents are watching tonight. Are so they yeah, really? my Mr. and Mrs. Bertoni, Ron and Michelle. Are they Italian? They are. Beautiful. They Good are, people. yeah. Philly Tech, it's we... Wild guess. As Donald Trump would say, believe it. Good people. Yeah. Believe me. That, two new <laughs> listeners. That was the posse. Mr. and Mrs. Bertoli. The, the, Bertoli yeah. is the posse. Every right. football Barilla. game and every uh, Tony Bruno show. Thank you. No, the other one, the other one to the Barilla. 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 In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's still a beautiful country. That's a great picture of Robin on the screen right there. Look at that. Where? Right there. She's got, got earrings, very long earrings. Beautiful. Thanks for listening to The Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Come back soon. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance.